Growing up, I always had a lot of things that my parents said to me over and over and over again that I hated at the time because any kid would. But now as an adult, I see the wisdom and value in a lot of what they were saying. And one of the things that my mom continued to say to me over and over again was, Christy, if something is worth doing, it's worth doing right. And that was her way of saying she wasn't going to accept, number one, shoddy work. She wasn't going to accept a token effort. And if you were taking the time to do it, you might as well do it the right way, because it's going to be a whole lot easier to do it the right way than it is to redo it. Now, how does that apply to you? I'll tell you right after this. So the real question is this. How can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and oh my gosh, life has gotten so busy and business has gotten so busy lately that my podcast has suffered. And I apologize about that because we've recorded several podcasts and then things would come up and I would get different feelings about what I should post and what you need help with. And based on all the coaching I'm doing and helping people monetize and in the course of indecision, uh, like a month has gone by and there's been no new podcast. So I'm back and I'm working as hard as I possibly can to share with you the tips and tricks that my clients are using to, number one, monetize their podcast, but make more money in their businesses than they've ever made before and to show you how to use your podcast to do that. So one of the things I want to talk about today is something that I continually see When I talk to people and I have a lot of coaching clients that I work one-on-one with and many of them are in a place where they've launched their podcast, they've been doing it for a year or six months or whatever, and they've just not gotten anything out of it. And so they're like, why am I doing this if it's not bringing me clients? And when we go back in and start looking at how they had their podcast set up, how they had their podcast named, what they were doing, like they made a lot of mistakes along the way. And then there are other things that I start talking to them about. And I'm like, oh, we need landing pages. We need, you know, certain things. And they're like, oh, yeah, I have that. I have that. And I start looking at what they tell me they have. And what I realize is it would be what my mother would call a token effort. So there is nothing in podcasting that counts honestly, in my book anyway, unless it's a conversion for one of your product services, programs, whatever you want to call it. A download doesn't count for anything. You can't go to your power company or to your mortgage company and say, I would like to pay you with the 10,000 downloads I got on my podcast. Like those are not worth dollars. They're not worth anything to you other than just as an idea of, are you on the right track? Are you having a growing audience or are you having a shrinking audience? I mean, those are the kind of very general things you can draw from the actual number of downloads that you get on a podcast. But when I look at what some of my clients have come to me 
and how they've set things up in the world. And honestly, you guys, some of these people that I'm working with have had degrees in marketing and they've had lots of experience doing selling and they're actually pretty good at sales. But for some reason, when it comes to their podcast, they've taken all the things they know about sales and all the things they know about the art of persuasion And they've thrown them out the window and said, I'm just going to podcast. And then they wonder why it's not actually paying off for them. Uh, I'll give you the same example with a token effort. Many of my clients are actually healthcare practitioners, whether they're functional medicine doctors, nutritionists, plastic surgeons, psychiatrists, whatever. And they've got many of them have their own line of supplements. You know, they have very high standards for the products that they put in their bodies. And when they can't find a supplement that they can recommend, they create their own because they want it to meet those high standards and actually get the person the result from spending the money and taking the supplement. So many of them have supplement lines. And when I ask what are they doing to sell those supplement lines on their podcast, many of them aren't doing anything other than saying things like, If you'd like to learn more about the supplements or if you're interested in learning more, go to this website, go to that website. Well, number one, interested in learning more is not really a huge motivating factor. Like nobody gets up in the morning and says, "Ah, my life just would be better if I could just learn more. Right. Because learning more doesn't mean anything to us like it doesn't get us the result that we want. And it's not a real compelling call to action. Then many times when I go and look at the actual websites and where people are trying to sell their products, services and courses that they're creating and their supplements too, maybe it's a Shopify. I've got several clients that do their supplements on Shopify and that's great. It's great technologically, you know, good platform. I have nothing bad to say about Shopify, but what I do have something bad to say about is if I go to your supplement And it just says mitochondrial support, 90 capsules, $89.99. And I don't know anything about what is mitochondrial support? How will it help me? If I take this pill, what are we expecting to change in my life? What problems is it going to hopefully correct or address or help or minimize? There's nothing giving me a reason. So if I was going to actually be a buyer for this bottle of mitochondrial support, I would, number one, already have to know what that means. I would already have to know why I would be taking it. And I would already have had to have made the decision that I want to take it because nothing on that page gives me any reason to make any of those decisions. And that is a token effort. And so when we see things like that, we understand why people aren't getting the results they want from their podcast. I have a client right now who has a membership site, and it's for a certain type of professionals. And when you go in and look at them, I'm like, show me your landing page. And I go in and I look at the landing page. And in the main header, it's the such and such name of the membership. And then it's like, essentially, who we are. And here's the program. And buy it now. Sign up now. And they haven't done anything 
to hook the audience. They haven't done anything to give the audience an actual reason to buy something from them or to join their membership. None of it is there. And the same client, I mentioned that there was some copy issues I was concerned about on the landing page, because in my book, the landing page is a token effort. It is a portal that people can go through to click a buy it now button and get into the membership. But it's not hitting any of the things I look for. And there's like 15 different things I look for from a sales perspective to make a full on sales effort with whatever it is you're selling. And this client would love to grow this membership and the whole podcast and everything that he's doing is based on getting people more people into this membership because this membership can help his profession exponentially grow their business and their practices and so for him to have that membership is incredibly valuable to the people that are in it but just by having something that's like name of product, price of product, buy it now, buy it here, click to get it, whatever you say, like that is a token effort. That's not enough. I have a client that I'm working with on monetizing her podcast and a friend who knows her said this is a client who is amazing at sales like she is one of the top salespeople, and she's like if I have any sales related advice I go to her and ask her about the sales related advice and I'm like that's amazing and when I talked to her in one of our one-on-one strategy sessions and we started talking about like how good she was at sales and we started talking about what she was doing for the podcast and she admitted to me, you know, I guess I just haven't really been putting a full effort into doing any sales from the podcast. Like I didn't really, I just guess I just kind of hadn't really thought about it. And I mentioned it. And I just say, if you want to learn more, if you're interested and blah, 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 you know, go to the website, but it's not a compelling reason. And here's the thing, you guys, we're in a situation right now where we are fighting for attention from all the other digital creators that are out there. You're fighting among your niche for the attention of your audience. And you've got competition there. It is not time to be lackadaisical with your sales pitches. It is not time at all to make a half-hearted effort. It is the time to put everything into it and make it effective. And again, as mama would say, if something is worth doing, it's worth doing right. So having a token effort to sell your products and services from your podcast gets you no further to the goal. It gets you no more money in your bank account. It gets you no more clients in your CRM. It gets you no more leads in your pipeline. It is a token effort. And what I'm finding many times is, unfortunately, podcasters sometimes have paid a tremendous amount of money for a token effort. And I was going to say that the the one client I'm working with on the Membership Academy, when I expressed some 
concerns about the copy and the landing page because it's very product centered and very the creator of the program centered versus hooking the people, the ideal clients in and giving them all the reasons to join and giving them, you know, all the data that basically says you are stupid if you don't take advantage of this great offer. Right. Which is what we want to do. We want to give it out to people in that format so that it's so compelling. So your sales page is like your 24 hour on duty salesperson. And you want to set it up right. And the client that has this membership said, well, I've been working with like a strategy, a business person, business coach or whatever on some of this stuff. And I'll send you what they came up with, with the new copy. And I looked at it and it was barely different than what it was. It was like, oh, make this image of your logo a little smaller or make it a little bigger or whatever. And there was no change in the copy. And the guy even said, ah, this is a free offer. So they can either take the offer or they can hit the back button. And that is not what I want to hear from my marketing person. You know, I want to hear we're going to bring these people in and we're going to give them every reason and we're going to throw every effort that we have into the sales page to convert them because this is our one shot. And if we don't convert this person now, we might not have another chance with them. I don't want to hear them say, eh, they're either going to say, join now. Hey, it's a free offer, whatever. Or they're going to say back and go back to where the original page was, where they were. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear them pushing through to do everything we can to make it compelling. So then I look up who the person is. And this is a person who's supposed to be a professional copywriter who's supposed to help business owners writing copy and writing compelling copy to get our customers and prospects to do what we want them to do to take those next steps to get the transformation we can give them. And so it was incredibly disappointing to see that the token effort doesn't stop just because you paid somebody that knows more about copy or marketing than you do. Like the, it kind of breaks my heart to even have to say that a copywriter literally in the words of them, there's really nothing wrong with this landing page here, eh, but I'll make a few suggestions, you know. If we're driving folks to this page and, and this call to action, you know, you could add a little bit more details on this page. But, you know, it's pretty much a free offer so the viewer can either take action or hit the back button. What? Are you kidding me? This is the lifeblood of your business. Let's get serious about it. And that's what I'm seeing over and over again with podcasters. They're saying, oh, yeah, I'm mentioning my stuff. I'm not selling anything on my podcast. Um, I haven't sold anything yet. I'd like to, but I'm mentioning it on every podcast. And I go and listen to their podcast at the very end after the music starts playing. They're like, oh, and by the way, if you'd like to learn more, go here. And oh, and by the way, if you're interested in checking out this, go there and do it. People, that's not how you sell something. That is a token effort and a token effort gets no reward. Many times what I'm finding is that many of these podcasters have started a podcast and they got the professional help they thought would set them up for success with podcasting. And you know what they got instead? They got a podcast that will never make any money. 
but it's a great podcast, but nobody's hearing it. It's a beautiful podcast with lots of content and beautiful value in it. But because nobody's hearing it, no one's getting the value. And you know what else? No clients are coming to the podcaster because of that podcast. That's what we've got to stop. And I feel so badly for people that have thought they got the help they needed and all they got was somebody that technically knows how to set up an RSS feed. The strategy behind how you engineer a podcast to monetize is what makes the difference. It, it really is. I have a client and I'm not sure if I've shared this before, but I have a client that launched her podcast on January 20th and I'm eventually going to bring her on and she might be my first guest on this podcast and, and you would love her. But she started a podcast on January 20th and we were on a call yesterday and it's like now the first week of March, right? And we engineered everything to get people into uh, becoming customers of her business. And she has a high ticket offer. Like her offers range from $12,000 to $44,000, right? And so you might be thinking like, you can't sell that from a podcast, but you can set things up so that you get them in your pipeline and you can sell them. But we had a whole content strategy. We had a strategy with our calls to action. We knew where we were sending people. We did some, you know, unconventional things with this launch because we knew we wanted it to blow up. And I asked her yesterday, I said, what are your what are your totals? What impact has the podcast had on your business? She said, I need to go in and add it up. She said, I don't have the exact number, but it's north of $250,000 that we've added to our business since we launched the podcast on January 20th. Now, that should make everybody stop and go, what? What is she doing? Right? And like I say, there's a strategy with each piece of this along the way and what type of content to put out and how to package that content and how to market that content. And there's a strategy for all of these pieces. But it really boils down to being able to execute on that and get the right help and the right strategies. And so for her, it wasn't a matter of were we ever going to see this podcast generate revenue. It was a matter of we're setting it up so it can't do anything else but generate revenue. And that's the way I like setting up podcasts because it's so it's just amazingly fulfilling to be able to see somebody take a podcast and create content that they know and love and can most of the time do in their sleep because they're such content experts and turn it into a new revenue stream and a new lead generation pipeline for their business. And if this client can do what she's doing and sold $250,000 plus of new client business since January 20th. So you're looking at six weeks, six weeks and $250,000, not too shabby. She'd already had a podcast that she started during the pandemic that didn't do anything. She started it with no strategy, no targeting, no anything. And it became exactly what we think it would have. It became a dead end for her that was not going to ever lead to any business. It wasn't targeted right. It wasn't she didn't do it with any strategy. But since the pandemic started and she did her podcast, she spent the next year getting ready, getting everything ready on the back end to launch this new podcast. And the strategy has paid off. And there's some very specific things that we did with that. But what I want you to take away from this today is I want you to look at what you're currently doing. 
a call to action at the end of your podcast that says, if you're interested, do this, that, or the other, is not good enough. It's not. You need a call to action that reaches out and grabs your person in the throat and is like, oh, my God, you've got to hear this, right? And not just that. You've got to talk to them about the transformations they will get if they follow and take you, you up on whatever it is you're offering. And those are the reasons to give people to convert. Those are the reasons that people will become clients of yours, not because they're interested in learning more. We can spend all day long learning on the Internet, on Google and Facebook and YouTube and whatever. We just consume content and consume content and consume content. And it's not going to change our business. But you've got things that you're doing right now that you know can be improved. What are you waiting for? Get yourself a landing page for whatever product or service you're trying to sell. If you don't know what that is, go to YouTube, figure it out, get in touch with me. We can build you a, a landing page. It's not, it's not rocket science, but you've got to have one. But it's not just about having one. Just the existence of a podcast doesn't equal monetization no more than the existence of a landing page equals sales. It's what you say in that podcast. And it's the strategy where you lead your customers and the information you give them and the fact that you're knocking down their internal and external false beliefs about why a solution could not work for them. And you're overcoming their objections with your content so that by the time they do take action and they see that you have another pathway for them to follow to get that transformation in their lives, they are ready. They are educated. They're ready to go. They're ready to commit. And that's what you want. So don't settle for a landing page that says name of my product, service, offering, whatever, and here's my logo for it. Nobody cares about your logo. Nobody cares about the name of your program. But what they do care about is how it can change their lives. They do care about the transformation. They do care about how their lives will be different after consuming or going through your product services or programs. That's what you want to be focused on. And so for many, many podcasters, the token mention is not enough. It's never going to be enough. And so you've got to go above and beyond that. You've got to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And most of the time, you need to be mentioning what you have to offer multiple times throughout your podcast. You know, it's not enough to just put it at the end with music playing under it. It's got to be more compelling than that. And so look at what you're doing. Stop making a token effort. Get better. And you might say, well, Christy, I had a landing page and I changed something and it still didn't matter. It didn't change anything. You know what? Keep tweaking it. Keep changing things. Drive more traffic to it. Look at the analytics. Look at the data. See how much closer you're getting to conversions and keep going. Most people don't have Revenue coming from their podcasts because they haven't gone through this process. They've thrown one thing out in a token effort and said, see, I tried that. That didn't work. And then they move on to the next thing. And yet now they're stuck with a podcast that is doing nothing but burning a hole in their budget every single month. And it's their most expensive hobby. And they will never in their current form get a podcast to monetize. 
It's not an art. It's a science. It's not a hope, wish, dream, whatever. It is a plan. You can plan for and make monetization happen, period. That's the end of it. It doesn't take anything more than a solid plan. Now, right now, I do have a lot of people I'm coaching and I'm working with one-on-one to get their podcast producing revenue for them in various ways. And they're from all different niches, which is kind of fun because it's kind of fun to peek behind the hood or under the hood, behind the curtain, whatever you want to say, into all of these different niches. But the core principles of marketing are the same because people are the same in all of these niches. And so many people that want to work with me, the best way for them to start is by having me do a podcast audit. And that's where I essentially go and I look at everything that they're already doing. We identify what they need to fix and what they need to redo do and what things they need to change in order to finally start getting them the result they want from their podcast. And so if you feel like, you know, you need a little bit of more experienced eyes or someone that knows what they're doing, looking at your podcast and looking at what you're doing and trying to figure out everything, you can go to teampodcast.com forward slash tune up all one word tune up like a podcast tune up and go there it will tell you all about it it'll tell you exactly what happens and when I do a podcast audit I listen to at least three or four of your episodes I look at your website I look at your podcast image I look at your titles of your show I look at all your distribution points look at everything and see what you're doing and see what gaps you have see what holes you have that need to be filled and see what needs a better effort at sales the more you become a student of selling, as much as you may hate it, much as you may have your own sales resistance, or you have your own money blocks, or you have your own hangups internally, you have your own internal dialogue that you cannot seem to defeat, that's going to continue to hold you back. So it's time to get some extra help, to hold your feet to the fire, to get some of these things fixed so your podcast can be monetized. I'm here to tell you I'm living proof of going from working and driving two hours each way to work and working 50 hours a week at a job that I hated and that did not appreciate me to now I live on an island where people pay big money to come and vacation And I have my own schedule. I've now made millions of dollars through podcasting niche. And the whole thing is I want you to be able to have the lifestyle freedom that I have as well. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't know how many of you are doing it. When you're trying to hold together your real job and you're trying to hold together your part-time podcasting gig and then you're still trying to spend time with your family and your kids and do all the things and then you've got church responsibilities, you've got other things that you're doing and I don't know how you do it all. And so that's what I want for you is the same thing uh, that's happened for me. So go to teampodcast.com forward slash tune up and that's how you begin working with me i hope this has been helpful for you today don't let yourself off the hook by just giving a token effort talk to you next time thank you for joining us today if you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast i want to invite you to join our private facebook group Oh, no, no, no. We're not advertising for Facebook anymore because we're pulling all of our communities off of Facebook. So if you want to come join the real community of people who are looking to monetize their podcast, 
podcastsuccesshub.com. Go to podcastsuccesshub.com and I'll see you there because I'm not going to be on Facebook. You guys have an awesome one. Bye.